Hey everyone, and welcome to the second episode of my new podcast, Fine Print. Today we'll be talking about a religion that's very close to my heart, as well as its origins. Today's topic is Hinduism and the Vedic Age. The true origin of the Aryan tribes is a topic that is heavily debated on even today. According to some historians, the Aryans entered northern India from Central Asia. At the same time, other historians believe that they were from the Russian steppes. Although their origin remains a matter of debate, their influence on the Indian subcontinent is much more prominent. The Aryans, later known as the Indo-Aryans, introduced a surplus of ideas, advancements, and beliefs to the natives of India. From introducing the language of Sanskrit that enabled the creation of the Ramayana, Mahabharata, and Bhagavad Gita to influence Indian religious practices, the Indo-Aryans had a lasting impact on India and its people. For starters, the name of the Vedic age comes from the term Veda, meaning knowledge. Vedas are religious texts and scriptures that are thought to contain critical fundamentals of what we know today as Hinduism. What makes the Vedas different from most ancient scriptures is that no singular person came up with these. It is believed that the Vedas were passed orally from teacher to student until they were finally written down in Sanskrit between 1500 and 500 BCE. The Vedas are divided into four texts, Rig Veda, Samaveda, Yajurveda, and Atharvaveda. These four Vedas are said to recreate vibrations of the universe when recited. They are also impossible to translate, as what one reads on their own is said to be the best understanding of the Vedas. Firstly, the Rig Veda contains verses about proper religious observance and answers questions regarding human existence. The Samaveda consists of songs and chants, and its lyrics come from the Rig Veda, which are thought to elevate the soul. The Yajurveda consists of worship formulas and chants derived from the Rig Veda as well. You can think of the Rig Veda as the main text, while the other Vedas derive their information from it. Lastly, the Atharva Veda differs vastly from the first three, as it contains magical spells to ward off danger or evil spirits. Due to this aspect, as well as the language it's written in, many present-day Hindus disregard it as an actual Veda. The Rig Veda highlighted three social classes, or what we know today as the caste system. In fact, it was named the caste system by the Portuguese, who called it casta, meaning complex. At the time, the Indian caste system consisted of five classes. Brahmins, Kshatriyas, Vaishyas, Shudras, and Dasas. The Brahmins were at the top of the caste system and were usually priests or religious teachers. Second on the list, the Kshatriyas were the warrior class known to protect the people from neighboring attacks. Next, the Vaishyas were made up of the middle class population of the Indian subcontinent. Brahmins, Kshatriyas, and Vaishyas were considered Aryan, while Shudras and Dasas, now known as Dalits, were not Aryan. The Shudras emerged as a class towards the end of the Vedic age. Lastly, Dasas were at the bottom of the caste system. They were said to be from the Harappan civilization, being subordinate to their new Aryan masters. Although the caste system was originally created to organize economic activities throughout civilization, the large economic difference between classes didn't take long to create problems. In fact, a common misconception is that Hinduism supports the creation of the caste system. The truth is that even after the caste system was put in place, Hindu society was fairly mobile, meaning certain jobs weren't designated to certain classes. 
The reason the caste system grew in India was in fact due to its ability to maintain a balance in the socio-economic world. The last topic I wanted to talk about today was mathematical and scientific advancements during the Vedic age. The first example is Sulba Sutras, a collection of geometric principles and rules. These were often used to construct ancient Vedic temples and monuments. Additionally, the Vedanga Jyotish, or one of the six limbs of the Vedas, talks about different astrological phenomena, including the solar and lunar calendars. They were able to identify the days using the movements of the moon across the nakshatras, or constellations. Lastly, the use of herbal remedies and holistic healing, known as Ayurveda, was introduced. The word Ayurveda can be broken down to help you understand its meaning. Ayur means life, and Veda means knowledge or science. So the word Ayurveda means the science of life in Sanskrit. Ayurveda incorporates the five worldly elements, air, wind, water, fire, and earth. It takes a more holistic approach, meaning it focuses on treating the whole body instead of just focusing on an individual part. Taking all of these into consideration, it is safe to say that the early inhabitants of the Indian subcontinent can be credited for many of the mathematical theories and medicinal remedies we know and use today. As we conclude today's episode, I hope you've enjoyed learning about the Vedic Age. If you've enjoyed today's episode, remember to keep following fine print for more deep dives into stories of the past. Until then, keep reading between the lines.